Welcome to Snooze with Sam. Scottish sleep stories, ambience, and guided meditations. This week I think it's time we catch up with our old feline friend Morag, the sleepy cat, don't you? <laughs> it's been a wee while. But I think now's as good a time as any to continue her adventure and see what kind of mischief she gets up to this time. So, as always, lie back, take a nice deep breath, and enjoy this story. This story is called Morag, the Sleepy Cat. There was no obvious reason for stirring from her nap. But through bleary eyes, Morag's gaze fell upon the dying embers of a fire, which had been lit a good while ago. Looking around, the cosy living room. Her caring human was nowhere to be seen. They must have gone to bed themselves. Aside from the occasional crackle of well-burnt wood, the faint ticking of a distant clock and the hum of the kitchen appliances sleeping themselves. The room was very quiet. With a wee look outside, Morag could see it was dark, but not entirely. Up high, somewhere out of sight, a moon was shining, illuminating the outside world just enough to give some visibility in the gloom. Her ears pricked up, her mind coming to. Cat 
rationality is still very much a mystery. And so this sight of a mostly dark adventure playground was enough to rouse her immediate enthusiasm for getting lost in. The middle of the night, it may be. But Morag quickly dispatched any remnants of sleepiness. For her, just now, it was time to be alive. Upping from her favourite place on the floor by the fire, she padded through to the back room beyond the kitchen, which her owner left open for her. In the back door of this room was a cat flap, just the right size for her. But sometimes, if she'd recently scoffed her scran, the aperture rudely shrunk a little and brushed her pot belly. Thinking of which, she'd been meaning to raise this misbehaving cat flap in future cat-human interventions. Tonight, however, Morag pushed through the door with little resistance and was instantly consumed and alerted by the colder air of the night. The rain of the previous evening had, thankfully, drifted away. The grass looked wet under paw but at least she could keep her fur mostly dry. Like a switch, her cat instincts sprung into action with an undomesticated weariness. All safe and sound, as far as she could see. It was time to make for the bushes and see what she could find. Like a wee kid, she lacked and pranced through the undergrowth with vivid imagination playfully chasing anything that moved, or seemed to move. Leaves were nibbled, 
grass was chewed, and loose twigs were battered with vague paws until they fell to earth. But then, in the odd interval, Morag would then turn into a black panther, or a Sumatran tiger, and tread elegantly across the earth with such delicacy she could be a fierce predator stalking their prey. If she heard the slightest wee noise from a vole or a shrew, she'd lock onto its origin and move silently in its direction. She only enjoyed the chase, though, and never really thought about actually catching them. It was all just for fun. Morag was in her element, and loving every minute of her freedom to roam beneath the floodlit night. Moving out into the open, She looked towards the sky and found the moon, dancing behind a few solo clouds. Each cloud's edges were fluorescent with backlight and only hid the moon a little it being easily visible right through the middle of them, merely a slightly opaque version of the same familiar shape and details. The fields surrounding the farm all looked so peaceful rolling gently in the night. From where she stood, they seemed frozen in a moment of time. Their light textures of ploughed soil or snoozing oilseed melted into one uniform blanket of colour. Trees on the horizons appeared similar to the final brush strokes added to an oil painting. A gentle breeze whispered through the land but never so much 
has raised its voice. We are the only outspoken souls of the night. We're some chatty tawny owls who naturally were probably even more awake than Morag was. She heard a louder rustle coming from a nearby barn and scanned through the gloom to see if she could identify it. Before she could, however, from out the undergrowth popped the very familiar shape of a small dog with a large bushy tail. They saw Morag too and promptly made in her direction. As the shape neared it became clear that it was, in fact, Morag's bestest friend, Fox. She was very happy to see them. Good evening, Morag. What a lovely night to be out soaking up the atmosphere. The moon is bright and the stars are there if not as clear because of it. But I'm not complaining. It's still a stunning night sky. At least it's no longer raining, I suppose, Fox remarked. Morag nodded, a rather empathetic nod, recalling her sodden fur from the previous evening. Come with me, Morag. There's something I'd like to show you. Fox trotted away, back through the hedgerows, and vanished from sight. Curious about what her friend had in store, Morag hastily followed, so as not to lose Fox, and pursued them along the inner boundary of the nearest field. Up above, the moon was as bright as it had been all night. It wasn't quite full, just the smallest of slivers off. 
After a few minutes, Fox headed off through some tall bulrushes up ahead. And Morag wasn't far behind. With whiskers brushing the reeds, pushing through the narrow gap which must have been a rabbit run, or perhaps that of a hare. She dipped, ducked, and dived past the tall grasses. Eventually, she emerged onto the banks of a very small loch, and Fox was sitting by the water's edge, gazing down into it. Morag had never been here before, though she wondered how not. It just went to show you're never truly finished exploring and there's always something magical and new to find, no matter how well you think you know your own back garden. Come closer and look, beckoned the fox. Tentatively, Morag padded across the bank to the water's edge and strained out over the surface. Below her, and to her delight, Morag gazed downwards and saw nothing apart from a near, perfectly still reflection of herself, Fox, and the sky above. Aside from the occasional tiny ripple produced by a pond skater or water boatman. It could have been like looking in a mirror. Morag loved this. She'd never seen such a beautiful window into the sky above. It was somehow more magical than merely looking up itself. Rather like staring into a universe different from the one they existed in. The stars shimmered more. The moon seemed to be larger 
and even brighter. And their own reflections seem to represent other versions of themselves. As if they were watching themselves in a story. Do you see those stars up there? Asked Fox, pointing to the north, towards a particular cluster of stars. What do you think it looks like? Morag peered up to these stars trying to think of what Fox may be referring to. She shrugged, unsure. They just looked like a bunch of normal stars to her. You see, Morag, the night sky is full of groups of stars named after animals like us, Fox explained. All across the galaxy, patterns of stars have been likened to our kind and forever live beyond the stratosphere. Most, if not all, were named by the humans many hundreds of years ago. But I like to think we were always there, even before they decided they looked like us. Morag was ever more curious and fascinated. Fox was so very wise. Look up there again. Can you see it now? Relaxing her eyes a little, Morag allowed her imagination to stretch and soak into the night sky. That one is called Ursa Major, meaning the Greater Bear. It sits alongside Ursa Minor, meaning the lesser bear, Fox remarked. And slowly but surely, the shape began to come forth and 
come to life. There it was, right before her very eyes. She could see it as clear as day now. The great bear's head. The hulking, powerful shoulders. The sloped haunches. And graceful great paws. Then just a little further south, stepped the little bear, Ursa Minor. The two of them playing together as a mother would play with their baby. And this was just the start. Everywhere she looked, Morag saw new and wonderful creatures, all coming to life amongst the Milky Way. Cygnus, the northern swan, flapped and spread their wings in a display of elegance. Pegasus, the winged horse, galloped and whinnied on its hind legs. Two leaping fish by the name of Pisces splashed and kicked high into the air. Then Canis Major and Ares, both the great dog and ram, menstruate and equally assertive in each other's company. Everywhere she looked, it didn't seem to end. She saw Cancer, the Crab, Capricornus, the Wild Goat, the fantastic and mythical Phoenix, and even Hydra, the multi-headed sea snake. Then Morag began to wonder and doubt. All of these animals were bewitching and wonderful, but there was something missing. Despite the full night sky, she hadn't yet seen one of her own kind. 
a solemn look spread across her face as she began to wonder if she would ever have a chance of leaping into the night sky with the rest of the animals. Seeing this and making a correct assumption, Fox pointed and drew Morag's gaze a little to the left. There, those eight stars all knitted together. Can you see the head arcing away from the body? And with that, Morag no longer saw a mere cluster of lone stars. But before her emerged the most majestic lion, roaring a proud and commanding roar right across the skies. There it was, the big cat, her kind. Seeing this, she became elated. She couldn't help but meow and purr the happiest purr as she flailed and squirmed on the banks of the wheelock and then upped herself and rubbed affectionately against Fox, sharing her delight. Fox laughed, a joyous laugh, and the two fluffy friends joined in their happiness, took a moment just to watch all the animals dance together above. They sat side by side in complete appreciative silence, totally absorbed in the twinkling stars, iridescent moonlight, and the prancing, bounding animals above. Perhaps one day we will live in the stars too, Morag, Fox said, not removing their gaze from the sky. Morag nodded. She hoped so too. It looked like fun up there. 
surrounded by friends of all walks of the animal kingdom. But then she realized something and couldn't help herself any longer. But Fox, I've got all the friends I need right here on earth. Morag me out. Fox smiled and giggled again, sharing her sentiment. And so the pair of them stayed there, gazing up at the stars, trapped in the moment. They stayed there the whole night, right until the skies glowed and the sun began to peep over the hills to the east.